Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. See website for details. His speech last night was, was fairly emotional, uh, emotionless, uh, emotionless. Uh, and, and even though it laid out some good facts, uh, it really did not make an effective case for the funding as much as it did uh, a case for the fact that we, we do have a problem at the border. At the request of Democrats, it will be a steel barrier rather than a concrete wall. The federal government remains shut down for one reason and one reason only, because Democrats will not fund border security. You hear that? It's your fault, David Pepper. David Pepper, chairman of the Ohio Dems and author of the uh, the thriller that, quote, predicted the Russian scandal, The People's House, is joining us here on the Scott Show. David, good afternoon. You know it's all your fault now. I uh, know. You know, it's funny. They, they had control of the House and the Senate and the White House for two years and didn't even try to do it. And now somehow uh, the Democrats are here. Uh, now it's the Democrats' fault. So there, it, it, this whole thing, I mean, is is um, last night was obviously just a spectacle. You get the president and you get the Democrats. Uh, it's it. Frankly, the whole thing is at this point. Uh, sort of embarrassing to watch. Well, um, you, I actually made that point earlier. For the past two years, one of the principal foundations of the president's campaign strategy, build the wall, make Mexico pay for it, he, he squandered away for two years and didn't do a thing with, with the Republican control of the House and, and Senate. Uh, now, we, we may not have had a supermajority vote, but but at least you had a, a little more leverage in Congress than you do right now, and you did nothing with it. You waited until after the midterms when when you lost one of the houses, and then then you you expect to to shut the government down. It's a partial shutdown, I know, uh, until you get funding that you really don't have the leverage to to ask for. I, I I'm all for border security, yeah. but I think this was a horrible strategy on the part of the White House. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, again, we we literally had an election uh, where he was going on and on about immigration and caravans. Now, you know, we we know the results were generally good for Republicans around the country. Forty Democrats picked up seats, so you almost had an anti-Trump wall mandate. So they then come in after that and say, okay, now is the time I'm going to get serious about the wall. And previously, neither Paul Ryan or Mitch McConnell or Trump lifted a finger. It, it, that's when Democrats are looking at it and saying, this is just a, a game. Uh, because if he really cared, if it was truly an emergency, if he really cared, they would have fought for it, um, you know, right away and for two years. And this is where it, it, it's more of a game. The other thing about last night, and I agree with the whole, it was just not very, uh, I watched it mainly because you were having me on and I wanted to make sure I could talk about <laughs> what I was talking about. But the other thing that's just so bizarre is there's no legitimate reason to tie this to shutting the government down. I mean, the way our system should work, and governments at all level uh, levels are supposed to work, is, hey, if you got a funding idea, make your case, get it through the House and Senate, and sign the bill. The idea that because you, your idea is not apparently winning over even Republicans in the Senate, so you have to basically hold the whole federal government hostage to it, it's just not... 
a normal way to operate. And at this point, my worry is, and this is sort of bigger picture than just more security, if Democrats were to basically cave to these kind of tactics, Trump would start doing everything else because he's not going to get his way very often uh, now that there's a Democratic House. But if he if he thinks, okay, I'm either going to declare emergencies or, or hold the whole federal government hostage in these hundreds of thousands of, of workers, if, that's, if, if that pressure then leads to getting results, we're going to set a terrible precedent. So it's, he's sort of creating a process that it's, it's even harder it's, to agree to. It's kind of the same precedent, though, that, that President Obama set by, by governing with his pen and phone. I, I think it's exactly the same thing. The problem that I have is that President Trump is not used to the politics involved in governing this country or a state or a city, for that matter. He thinks he can he can do it by being a bully on Twitter when really you have to be a shepherd who can guide legislation through the chambers of Congress and onto the desk in the Oval Office to change the laws in this country. And, and he just doesn't have the people around him and know how to do that, and he hasn't been able to do it himself. But as you talk about the, the political games that the president may be playing right now. Democrats are doing the same thing. I, I agree with the, the talking point I heard uh, Sarah Sanders say earlier. If if President Trump said the sky is blue, Democrats are going to say, no, it's red, because it, you, you're yeah, just going to oppose I, I everything the president says. I, say, I still, the thing I never understand about, about President Trump, and I just think he got bad advice early, I believe very strongly that from the very beginning, you know how many infrastructure weeks we've had now for two plus years, I don't agree with what you just said. I honestly believe that if he had come forward with the less polarizing parts of his agenda, infrastructure, uh, you know, a more a more thought through approach to trade. I think I think people like Sarah Brown have said, and I believe them, would have worked with him on those things. He he just always has to go back. I mean, and right now I think part of what's driving him are, are all these scandals, and he really feels a need to keep his base close, and so it makes it even harder. But I actually don't agree that no matter what he's for, people will be against. I, I mean, if he signed up and pushed for, you know, look at the criminal justice reform. Democrats were celebrating that. Um, I think the same thing would happen on other issues. So I just think that when he's when he's literally playing a game where for two years he did nothing, and now it's so important to him, he wants to use emergency powers, he wants to shut down the government. I just don't, I think at that point Democrats are saying we're not willing to go along with this these kind of games. Uh, and let alone the fact that you saw last night, he sends out a fundraising email either right before or right after the speech. I mean, so, so did Democrats, Democrats, Democrat David, Democrats were also fundraising on, on this topic at the same time. It wasn't just the president. It wasn't just Republicans. But they weren't the ones who demanded, like, network TV time. Uh, so, yeah, you're right about that. But but he, he demanded network TV time, got all the stations to do it. But the bigger picture is I actually believe that on, on, on many issues, you know, a serious approach on opioid, a serious approach on infrastructure, um, you, other, you know, the criminal justice work, I actually believe that Democrats would, would and not, not every Democrat, but I think there are more than enough Democrats who'd work on those things. And it's still would. David, he's approaching this way. I just think that it's just obviously uh, not. He's not approaching in a way that's going to lead to, I think, the kind of work that we all want to see. David, do Democrats believe that we have a, a security crisis at our border, either through Ill illegal immigration or the drug trafficking? I don't know if 
if they call it a crisis. I think Democrats over the years have been very serious about bringing in a, a whole set of solutions to make the border more secure. Uh, and it, It's obviously not been effective. It, it certainly wasn't effective under President Obama. If you look at the numbers, actually, uh, you know, there are a lot of Democrats who criticize Obama for being too tough uh, on, on, on these issues, actually. But the numbers, as every fact checker, including those on Fox News, made clear last night, the numbers are that it's less bad right now than it's been. Uh, the, 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 the numbers on, on all sorts of ways you can measure it are down versus 15, 20, 5, 10 years ago. So, you know, I don't think anyone thinks it's perfect, but I also think that compared to the past, it's less of a problem. It's become more of a political issue because Trump obviously views it as one of his top priorities. But um, I think Democrats have a history of being serious on this. And it's, ironically, ironically, Trump now tries to use some of those votes against them. Uh, but I think Democrats also, though, are much Maybe Because Democrats don't, don't want to agree to anything. David, I've got less than I've got less than a minute here. We're talking with David Pepper on Twitter at David Pepper and at OH Dems. Uh, you can also order his book, The People's House, on Amazon. Uh, David, I've, in, in about thirty seconds here, in all honesty, it's you and I, you and me talking here. Who looked more awkward on television last night, President Trump or Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> I don't think any of them were, were uh, you know, those are tough formats to give them all a little bit of a break. I, I think the original idea of Trump doing was bad, and we all know that I, I have yet to see a response to any presidential address. Uh, normally the best approach on, uh, when you respond to the president, I think, has been when you get a crowd of people and they're sort of yeah. cheering you on. Uh, last night, though, was very similar to past rebuttals of State of the Union. It's never, it's never an easy thing to pull off. The, the, the thing that stood out to me is that you had three 70-plus-year-old white people trying to talk about the future of our country. And, and the thing that kept right. going through my head over and over again was, really, these, these are the three best people that we've got to run our country right now? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.